Hi, I'm Maud Leger, and this is the Realtors Conspiracy Podcast, where we crack the code to real estate success. Learn from top realtors, entrepreneurs, and innovators about how to grow your business as we discuss real estate success stories, mindset, processes, motivations, and the key to their success. Check out our podcast episodes every Monday to crack the code to success for your real estate business. As we look forward to wrapping up this year and welcoming 2023, let's take a flashback to the best of 2022's tips and strategies to win more listings, close more deals, and grow your real estate business. Let's take a look at some of the top advice on how to build a strong work ethic and set yourself up for success with daily routines. From consistency, setting time blocks, and making the calendar your best friend, the top realtors have it all covered. What pushes me, what drives me, a strong work ethic uh, that my parents instilled in me. Thank you, parents. Um, and, you know, just, just basically I push myself every day to be better and to basically continue to be better on a regular basis. How do you push yourself every day? Okay, so every day starts ideally with a walk with my dog. I take him for a walk and usually, I don't know if you follow me, but I do stories as I walk along. I talk about real life. I talk about real estate. I talk, just talk about things just to build relationships with clients or friends or whoever is watching me on Instagram. Uh, That's the first part of my day. Day to day, I always wake up and I try my best not to look at my phone. I believe in waking up and doing something for myself to really get my mind right for the rest of the day. So whether that's waking up, writing, journaling, waking up, doing yoga, moving my body, working out, big glass of water, and then it's sitting down. Okay, let's address what is going on. Because usually I wake up and there's a bunch of messages from people. You you can have the face-to-face door knocking, which is what old school, what I prefer to do. Um, Others see it as virtual door knocking, where they go and interview businesses, where they interview people in the community. And that's something the team and I are actually approaching, um, actually beginning in the, in the beginning of the year, where we're doing both face-to-face door knocking and we're doing virtual door knocking through Zoom interviews, through our YouTube channel that we just launched. Yeah. And yeah, so that's, that's it. Door knocking for me is very important. That's how you grow your field. After that, I got into marketing and social media because I had an eye for design and I really enjoyed the digital space and my Instagram and social media to act as like the influencer. And then I learned about the influencer business. Um, and then, you know, when it was a lull right before COVID, I was trying to figure out myself what I wanted to do. I ended up starting a travel company with my sister, which was another venture. And that gave me so much experience in terms of of operation, how to run a business and how to market on Instagram and social media. So when I combined all of those experiences together, I just felt that real estate was one of those businesses where I could apply my business aspect. And now that everything is social and digital, that I could apply all of my marketing experience and then operation. So it's, it's just like running a business. So I feel like if you have some sort of business experience, it really helps when you get into real estate. Calendar. A calendar is your best friend in so many ways. Um, I, I always say that is the, like the, the one app that I couldn't live without is going to be my calendar app. And, yeah. um, you know, I've, I've made sure to upgrade to something that is going to be more user-friendly. Um, but I am just 
truly one to add everything into my calendar. You know what I mean? The one thing that I always do, you always want to be starting your day looking at the MLS. Um, I'm one person who I always like to say, you know, the night before is when I'm really going to be looking at my calendar. What do I have to do? So that morning when I wake up, I know, okay, what do we have going on? What listings do we have coming up? What closings? What clients do I have to follow up with? And I start my morning before my feet even hit the ground with gratitude. Gratitude. Um, I do some yoga stretches, uh, set my intention for the day, and take my dog for a walk. I live by the lake, so we walk to the, lo- the lake every day. Oh, that's amazing. And, and then I'm refreshed and ready to, you know, hit my desk. And yeah, what keeps me motivated is probably uh, knowing right now, knowing that the world's opening up again. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big traveler. Nice. So I don't even want to call this my job because I love it so much, but my job allows me my passion of traveling. So that, that's my motivation. I would say consistency um, and little nuggets of uh, my power power. Uh, I schedule my day in such that I time block from the time I get up to literally the time I go to bed. Um, My day is pretty consistent Monday to Friday uh, scheduled wise. I start my day with what I call GSD, which is getting shit done for the first hour of my day. And that could be um, leftover things from the night before. If I were to go back and look back at my career, I would say that that's probably one of the things that I've struggled with the most because it has to do with time management. It has to do with being uncomfortable and, you know, getting over fear of, and I'm sure I've had it before. I'm not immune to things like that. So I go about it by blocking time. Okay. Blocking time. So between 9am and 11am, Monday to Friday, Okay, I'm trying to get four out of those five days where I will make 45 minutes uh, It will be my first session. Okay, and then I'll call people in those 45 minutes. How do you grow your business? Real estate is a long term game. Find something you enjoy to ensure that you'll keep doing it consistently. Stay focused with your eyes on the prize. Yeah. So right now I'm focusing a lot on social media. So one, just Instagram, people reaching out to the DMs, uh, but also reaching out to people's DMs as well, right? Because when people post on Instagram, uh, they're wanting someone to mention, they're wanting to talk about it, obviously, because otherwise they wouldn't share it. Uh, So it really is a great opportunity just to start the conversation. Nothing about real estate to start, but if they post a story about basketball or food, talk about that. And eventually they'll have a question about real estate and then be like, hey, let me grab your email. I'll get more information to you there. Uh, so that's one way I really add it. YouTube as well, just people reaching out saying, hey, I love your videos. I want to do it. I reach out to people on Instagram. I send them a DM. I never hear back. And then how do you mm-hmm. deal with that? How do you counter that? Um, well, if who cares? You know what I mean? Like they're going to work with you anyways uh, if they're not reaching out back to you. So just keep sending messages. Keep commenting. Most people uh, watch silently. Most people will like your comment, not comment back. But if you show up repeatedly with actually not just like three emojis in the comment, but you actually have a meaningful comment, um, where it's actually going in, Hey, this is my experiences, or you can add value or answer a question or whatever it is. Um, that's really where people will see, cause people will start taking notice. So a lot of realtors are taking courses and they're trying to find their way right and there. And here's an interesting stat. 
of the 66 or 70,000 realtors on the Toronto Real Estate Report, half of them in 2021, which is a very strong year, sold zero houses, zero, right? Mm -hmm. So that's pretty mind-boggling when you think about it. But I would say, listen, you have to find aspects of the business that you really enjoy doing that you're gonna be, that's going to be sustainable. Before even thinking of quitting, um, you just recently got into the, into the industry. It's a long-term game. Yeah. Sit down, understand the resources you currently have, what kind of market you want to be into, what kind of niche you want to focus on, all right? The real estate market, as I like telling my team members, is it's a huge market. It's what you choose to be and choosing, in the end, you're the one that creates opportunities in one way or another. Um, so my advice to them is to sit down with themselves, be honest with themselves, financially, emotionally, with their family, with any kind of relationships they have, and put in a plan. A tactical plan that looks at the three month, six month, and one year plan, but then a strategic plan. Where do you want to be in the next five years? Pick a lead generation model that you enjoy. There any any model would be successful. There's people that are successful, cold calling, door knocking, videos, it doesn't matter. Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Pick something that you enjoy and do it consistently. Because if you enjoy it, you're more likely to do it consistently. Everything wants everything right away. Right away. Right away. It can't always be like that, right? You want to be successful. You're not going to be an overnight success. I mean, unless I don't, I don't know, unless you have some crazy mad Beyonce skills that you can sing while you're listing your home. Like, I mean, you everything takes time. So it's a marathon. Keep doing the work. Put in the work. I'd say 90% of what we do is not glamorous. It is a lot of work. You're calling, you're, you know, you're reaching out to clients. There is a lot of rejection. You're constantly working on social media. You're, you're keeping up with trends, TikTok, like pivoting to everything being online with, with the pandemic. You just have to stay very focused and don't get discouraged. You have to keep your eye on the price. It's hard. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Real estate, it's not, you know, being your own boss, it's not for everybody. Like it's, it's a constant grind. And so I don't door knock. I don't cold call, like obviously nothing against people who do. I think it's the most like admirable thing in the world. For me, I feel like I can reach more people on social media. Yeah. And so I kind of prioritize just doing that. Like, like I said, just kind of being vulnerable and relatable when it comes to social media and just posting things that are like, you know, not just real estate related, but just kind of related to all aspects of my life. Who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So that people can kind of like relate to it. And I think that's what helps people to build trust. And I think that's what keeps my business going. A big part of winning more listings is building strong clients relationships. Find what works best for you. Is it door knocking, cold calling, engaging with people with similar interests like sporting interests? Whatever the answer is, use your competitive advantage to win over more clients and leverage your listings. A lot of my uh, listings are referral based and that's where I feel like the relationship building is so important. Like there's a, a hundred and thousands of realtors out there, but what sets Ruby apart? Whoever wants to work with Ruby may not want to work with, say, Susie, right? Like, it's just, it's that relationship. It's so important. You've got to be prospecting because that's going to show in the next three to four months, right? So Yeah, yeah. And what you do now impact your life later. Yeah, and at the beginning, I really struggled with that. I didn't, it's hard to put in work now when you're not busy because you, you haven't seen that success. 
But then once you are consistent and you time block prospecting and actually do the things that are going to generate your business in the future, then you'll start to see those those deals fall into place. So I moved on from door knocking. I still do door knock if we have open houses. I love to door knock the area, invite the neighbors. It's a great way to get a couple deals out of a listing because obviously they want the highest price for that house. So I'm it's it's a win-win in that door knocking aspect. Yeah. But other than that, I do things that I love to do like play sports. I'm a big sports guy. So I will literally join random leagues and just say, Hey, put me in as, as a free agent. Yeah. And then I get to meet for volleyball example, for example, I'll get to meet another five to seven people that I've never met that already have similar interests with me yeah. in volleyball. And then it's just being that market expert, right? Like, Oh, just, just probing questions like, Hey, do you, have you guys bought yet? No, I'm actually, we've actually been looking for two years, but we haven't talked to a mortgage broker. And then that's when I can sell myself. So for me, there's um, my first and foremost, my most exciting one is I am very big into basketball, very big into sports, but basketball is my niche. So I am at gyms. I am at workouts. I am at tournaments. I am at events. I went down to North Carolina uh, about a month ago to do social media and interviews for a team. But I also thought, Hey, that is a great opportunity to market. And I did, I came away with a great warm lead. You've got to win them over at the, at the listing presentations. Right. And what I learned early on in the business, I'm, I'm 35 now. I was 28 when I started. Um, I was going up against a lot of agents who were older and more experience. And so I didn't have like, oh, I've been in the business for 20 years or like I couldn't fall back on that, right? So I had to take a different approach to it. So what I, I really kind of emphasize my presence online with social media and being able to advertise people's listings and get more exposure because that was, for me, that was a competitive advantage it's not likely that my mornings get booked up with showings or in-home meetings. People tend to want to see us come afternoon or evening. So I know by then if, like I said, if something happens to come my way and offer, I mean, I still continue that power. I may shift a little bit later, but I just know that it's consistency. Because I will do a staging analysis room by room. What needs to be fixed? Take lots of photos, circle what I'm talking about. And then uh, my goal is, I would, I coined this term as someone else I'd heard use it in the past. It's called the premium pricing strategy. Okay. When I list a home, I want it to look like I'm going into the show home of a new builder, you know, like Minto or Mattamy. I want to go in. I, I want my listing to look like a show home because if not, then people, then I think people are leaving money on the table. And then my job to represent buyers and sellers, sellers especially, is to help them get the most amount of money. That's my that's my responsibility when someone hires me. And it's a big job. You continue to you look at it, you look at your clients um, and you want them to become your friends, right? Mm -hmm. um, of course, there's a line with every person, every client that's different. Um, but I think as long as again you treat them with respect, they will always come back to you. Um, there's things like, you know, if you've got a specific type of listing, we've got a full database of potential buyers or people that have signed up to our website and so on and so forth. 
if we think that it fits the criteria, we might let them see, hey, by the way, this is a this is a um, a property that it looks like it fits your criteria. If you're not interested, it, it matches something similar to your own home. So it's really just touching base with a lot of people and using your existing listings to, um, to leverage your existing listings to kind of um, enhance the relationship with people that you just kind of know, uh, but they're not really quite clients yet. We know social media is taking over and has been for quite a long time now. From Facebook and Instagram to TikTok and Reels, let's take a look at how top agents have been getting their content ideas, not only to advertise their listings, but generate leads, nurture relationships, build networks with clients and other agents, along with some creative content strategies, ideas, and also the top mistakes to avoid. Anytime I see another realtor's great video idea, I write it down. Does it fit in? How would I use it? And then from there, besides my flagship of YouTube, Instagram, I, I try to really use it in two senses. One, I try to be personal. I think I need to be a bit more personal on my Instagram because at the end of the day, people work with people they know, like, and trust. Um, so posting mainly personal stuff with sprinkling in real estate is really what I do. So right now, just try to post three times a week because I'm just one person. So I can only do so much at once. So three times a week consistently. And then recently, I've kind of given myself a challenge because I, I understand the value in stories. I understand how much I enjoy reaching out to people on their stories and the interactions they get. Uh, but I think I need to do a better job with my story. So recently, I did a little challenge for myself, kind of combining the two things I'm trying to work on my gym. So I got a 30 day challenge where I kind of post my 30 days of going to the gym and then 30 stories also. Uh, so it works out. And then that kind of builds one, the personal relationship, people the journey, people see the progress. And then if they go to the gym, they'll reach out, they'll support, and it just continues to build um, that social network, I guess. Yeah. So right now I'm focusing a lot on social media. So one, just Instagram, people reaching out to the DMs, uh, but also reaching out to people's DMs as well, right? Because when people post on Instagram, uh, they're wanting someone to mention, they're wanting to talk about it, obviously, because otherwise they wouldn't share it. Uh, so it really is a great opportunity just to start the conversation. Nothing about real estate to start, but if they post a story about basketball or food, talk about that. And eventually they'll have a question about real estate and then be like, hey, let me grab your email. I'll get more information to you there. Oh gosh, social media is a big, it's a big part of us. Um, I wouldn't say it's our main bread and butter of how we get business, but it's definitely been a really big tool that we've been using for the last five years. And it's been a way for both, both our buyer and seller clients to find us, learn a little bit more about us as a family, as well as what we're doing out there for our own clients. And then it's also now helping other real estate agents find us as well to see what we're doing for the agents in the brokerage. So it's been a really good tool to just kind of put our names out there, put our faces, people can follow what we're doing. Um, and it a great tool for that yeah we don't consider like our social media to be like a database but for sure it's a method of communication so it's a way to keep our clients engaged a good way to keep them sort of passively seeing kind of what we're doing Kaylin mentioned it's also another way for agents to see what we're doing as well so when we're looking to recruit for the brokerage as well so it kind of serves a, as a big communication tool um, and we do a lot of nurturing and um, we refer to Instagram a lot I think it's our biggest platform in terms mm -hmm. of social media um, I love her when it says get more leads because I know it is such a lead generating tool, but for mm -hmm. us, it's a nurturing tool as well because we're not only capturing people, but we're staying engaged with them as well. Mm -hmm. Like I said, my specialty is really social media and helping agents get smarter about social media. You know, I think that oftentimes social media becomes this like time suck. It becomes something that, uh, you know, people tend to do when they have moments of their day. They're standing in line at Starbucks or they're in line to pick up their kids and it just becomes like 
this default thing, you know, we all pick up our phone to, <laughs> to look at our phone. But when it comes to real estate, I think it's important to be really strategic with the time that you spend on social media. So I always recommend for agents and brokers that they really look at their calendar. Uh, they do some time blocking, you know, set aside some time daily, weekly, and monthly to engage with others, to connect, and to post some relevant and, and helpful content. It's not just all about their business, but content around real estate, their community. And if they can be a helper and, and, and put out some really good value, that's, I think, the, the biggest key right there. Sure. So I think one of the biggest mistakes a lot of agents and brokers make with their content is they tend to post everyone else's content. So they'll look at other places, you know, they'll look at their association or they'll look at news sites or HGTV and they'll share, you know, links to something they read. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think especially in 2022, there's so much noise and so much content out there. And so what we're seeing are the agents and brokers that are really getting the most from social media as they're putting their own voice out there. They're putting their own content, specifically video content. Just kind of commitment. Um, I don't think I'm doing anything totally out of this world different necessarily than anybody else is doing online, but I'm very consistent with it. And I have been for over seven years now. I don't, you won't find me go off Facebook or Instagram for three, six months at a time. Um, even if sometimes I would like to just to take a break, because it is sometimes it feels like, or can feel like a full-time job. I'm very diligent and, you know, I'm always advertising my listings and I'm trying to, you know, be up to date with video, technology, photo, staging, and just really try and showcase my listings as best as I can. So as you know, we've been doing the reels. We've done three wheels in the past three weeks and yeah. they've been such a hit. So um, I like to do something different, not just walk through the house, blah, 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 boring. I want to be myself, which is out there and um, fun. So I always ask my clients, if I'm going to list your house, can I do something funky inside your house? And they're like, sure. So for the one in Milton, we jumped in the pool. That was super fun for the reel. Um, the other one where I was pretending to plunge the toilet and then taking a bite out of something. Nice. Uh, the garden and the Brampton one. So the reels have been really awesome. I have a very uh, active social media presence. Mm -hmm. And so I've adopted kind of mixing a little bit of my personal life in with real estate including news and updates, market stats. And it's just a really nice combination of a little bit about me and the market. And it provides my viewers with an opportunity to actually know who I am as a person and know that I'm also professional working in the real estate space as well. Make a list. Who have you worked with in the last six to 12 months? You know, take a piece of paper, write it down. And then next to their name, just write down some topics that came up when you worked with them. So maybe they were relocating from out of the area and they weren't sure about where to move, or they had been renters for a long time and they were nervous about getting into the market, or they knew they wanted to sell right now because the market's doing great, but they didn't know where to, where to if they could afford, you know, to move right. up. Like all these conversations that I think a lot of realtors just take for granted that they know because they've got that experience. But if you can start to make that list pretty quickly, you'll come up with 10, 15, maybe even 20 or 30 ideas that then you can sit down and, you know, batch record a bunch of them all, all in, all in one chunk. So um, that's a big part of it. And I would say for someone who's new, maybe you're new to real estate, I would focus on your community and thinking about, are there some things in your community that you can highlight? Maybe it's local businesses, local leaders, 
um, and kind of shining the light on why your town, why your neighborhood is a great place to live, to move to, that could be great content also. And I would say too, with a lot of video content, remember, you don't have to share everything you know. You know, if you're doing a video about how to get your home ready for the market, the idea behind a video is you want to share enough where someone watches that and goes, I like what they have to say. Yeah. So TikTok started for me two years ago and I never intended to use it for my business. But one of my friends said, listen, you need to start reporting the news on there. You're going to see success. There's a huge space there for real estate agents. I took his advice and now I run my business entirely off of TikTok. It's where all of my deals are coming from. How do you grow your database? These successful realtors have it all covered from traditional methods like cold calling to automating the process with a CRM system. Hear what they found useful to grow and nurture their database. To be honest, like YouTube will take a lot of time, uh, but it's evergreen. And that's kind of the thing that I like most about it. Is once it's done, it's leveraged, right? And maybe that video takes me eight hours to create. I have videos that I posted a year ago that have now 40 hours, 50 hours of watch time and are continuing to get watch time today. So. Well, it's a lot of work upfront. I find in the long run, it reaps the benefits. Uh, so I would say branch out and build and reach out to different spheres as often as you can. Um, continue, continue to bring new information into your sphere um, is a key way to stay on top of and stay on the cutting edge. Oftentimes, I, I find that realtors forget or they abandon their databases. And their databases are really, I, I, it's, it's really a the gold mine if you will, of a realtor's career, because inside your database will always be nuggets of gold. Yes. Right. If you continue to work through your database, um, you will find you will find um, ways to do business. Uh, a lot of people start to look for different minds all the time. They look at look for different ways to find new business. You know, they will start cold calling. They will start doing door knocking. They will start doing um, mail outs, they will start doing websites, they will start doing TikToks or Twitters or Instagrams, they will start doing Facebooks and ads and all this stuff, but they don't go deep enough into that mine to actually find the the rewards. Mm -hmm. And some of those mines are deeper than others, and some of those rewards are bigger than others. And you have to you have to stay with one thing as long as you possibly can um, in order to reap those rewards. And you already have a database of people that already will more than likely pick up the phone when you call. That I have that monthly um, ad mail that we send out. Um, that's a good source of, of uh, that raises interest. Um, the way I do it is a CRM. Any kind of CRM that works for you, there's multiple out there. Yeah. Everybody functions in a different way. Um, choose a proper customer relation uh, management tool, all right? This is going to be your lifesaver. It will help you do things automatically and in, uh, through bots, pretty much, where you're just doing what you, what you have to do, negotiating on behalf of your clients, building your brand, being out there. Um, and this thing just runs it on the back end, getting in touch with your clients, with potential clients, warming them up, and yeah, invest in a CRM. That's how I get them to keep in touch with my clients. They want somebody to speak to, get it done as soon as possible. If you don't have the time, get somebody on board that will help you do that for you, yeah. right? Um, as, as we say, you always have a cold lead. You need to warm it up because once, that, once you warm it up enough 
and the opportunity comes, it's a hot lead. That's it. You're done. Call them. I provide them. I try to provide value to them. So I uh, call them with um, many CMAs. Um, if I saw something on Facebook or social, I always look them up before I call them, see what's going on in their life. And I might call them and ask them, you know, how was Susie's dance recital or, you know, stuff like that. Um, I write a lot of personal notes. Um, and if I'm in the area, um, showing a house, uh, I always have stuff in my vehicle, like little soaps or whatever, and I'll drop it off and say, Hey, I was just in the neighborhood. And you know, do a five minute door chat. No matter what type of funnel you have, okay, it always comes down to a conversation. You have to be able to pick up the phone. You have to be able to communicate what your value is to these people. The database is the center of every good business in this day and age. And so your database, if it's not up to date and if it's not good, then your business is going to suffer. You might be losing money and you won't even know it, you know? And I, when I call people, I don't even talk about real estate. Well, it always ends up, you know, we talk about real estate, Everybody. but I never bring it up. And I just want to know sort of how they're doing, what's new in life, because I, we've worked together before. And I find that I base my success on the number of trusting relationships that I have in business, whether it's with real estate or not, you know, build the relationship, right? Build a rapport, check in and check in when it's not just the real estate needs. So like another thing I, I do pretty regularly is any of my database friends, whether they're ready to buy now or in five years time, just send them a video. Hey, I saw this. Like, I just wanted to check in or happy birthday or hey, how, how's university going? Or hey, how's your new job going? Whatever it is, just check in because people love to talk about themselves. Yeah. And if you can talk about themselves, it then allows you another touch point future down the road. Hey, how's this going? When you need a relationship, it's too late to build it. So the key is to build the relationships at the front end and not expect anything in return. Just build the relationship, support other people, make their priorities your priorities. Because when you do that, somehow karmically, for whoever believes in that, it kind of all comes back to you. Why should you look into coaching and continual growth? It is so important to keep learning. Why is it important and how is it helpful? Let's find out. Learn where to find resources and how to enhance your leadership. I almost always have either a coach or some form of ongoing training, um, I think is very important. What I've picked up on lately has been doing course material from college courses. Uh, so going into book ca to campuses and campus bookstores and picking up um, their training manuals that they're using to teach people um, because they're open to the public. Yeah. You can go buy the books there and they're books that you can't buy at chapters Indigo, you know, and on uh, generally on um, Amazon either. It certainly doesn't have to be solely on sales. And the more you, the more you branch out your educational kind of net, the, the, the more likely it is that you're going to be able to find something that can provide new values to your your client base. My team at EXP is amazing. Um, we, we hold like, they hold weekly mastermind calls. There's like four or five calls a week. They're not mandatory, but any agent who, you know, wants to get more information or wants to just kind of like kill it in the industry. These calls are amazing because they just provide so much knowledge and so much leadership. They hold like 
challenges as well for people who kind of like want to, you know, fitness challenges and stuff like that. So it's just kind of like a way to get connected to other people who are like-minded and, and then, yeah, I mean, people who are just killing it in the industry, they automatically like push you to do better and to, like I said, hold you accountable. Well, I mean, if you look at any uh, real estate guru in the business, you look at the Tom Ferries or you look at, they all tell you to, I mean, they give you the formula. You know, they tell you, want a fast track, go get yourself a coach, go invest in your learning. So without any hesitation, you know, I just wanted to follow what they're telling you to do. I mean, they're successful. You don't sacrifice your ethics. You don't sacrifice your integrity. You know, there are times where you're going to have moments where it's a fine line, you know? You just want to make sure that you have good leadership. You want to make sure that you have somebody that you can talk to and yeah. uh, get advice from. You know, it's nice to have a mentor. That was something that was very big for me later on in my career. Thanks for joining. Tune in next week as we enter the new year to uncover more valuable tips and hacks. Subscribe to our podcast, Realtors Conspiracy, today.